Hey, good morning. And isn't it good to be in the presence of God and just worship him? And, you know, anyone that comes to the Lord, he will never reject. Sa akin, kahit walang preaching, okay lang, basta may worship. Because during the worship, manguusap din ang Panginoon, di ba? He can just talk to us. How many of you experienced that? If you open your ears, open your heart, God will just speak to you. Kaninang morning, I asked uh, Manong Tatay Silvestri, sabi ko, anong sinasabi ni God sa'yo? Sabi niya, ganito, ganyan. Sinabi niya yung message ni God sa kanya. And I believe God has a message sa bawat isa sa atin. God does not show favoritism. He has a word for you today. Did you know that if you summarize the whole Bible, ano kaya ang pinaka-topic? Kung masasabi mo yung pinaka-topic, entire the Bible, what would you summarize the Bible as? One, one word, one noun. Jesus. Jesus is coming, sabi ng Old Testament. Jesus is here, the New Testament gospel said. Jesus is coming again. The Bible is all about Jesus. But if I said, what about the verb? Jesus is the noun. Jesus is the subject of, of the Bible. But what's the noun? Uh, what's the verb? What's the action of the whole Bible? If you summarize the whole Bible, it's one word, giving. For God so loved the world, he gave. And we get into the kingdom because we gave our heart to Jesus. And you will experience more abundant life if you give more of your life to the Lord. You give your heart to the Lord and every part of your heart, every part of your life. You know, sometimes we keep parts of our lives for ourselves. But the more you give, the more you receive. And so the key to everything in life is giving. Everybody say giving. It, it, you think it's receiving, but it's not. It's backwards in the kingdom of God. It's giving. Giving is the key to everything in life. And not just giving money. Of course, we talk about that because every day, money is a part of our lives. You cannot have a life without having money involved, right? Most of the marriage uh, <clears throat> conflicts has something to do with money, right, guys? <laughs> you know, siblings sometimes fight over money and think. So money is a part, our resources, our time. That's a, that's a resource. You know, efforts nothing, pawis, pagod nothing. That's our resources. But also giving in relationships. And I want to talk to you more today about giving. It's not just about giving. It's really about living. Living with, a, I said last week, living with an open heart toward people. Living a lifestyle and open-handed, freely sharing and ready to give. And when we do that, there's an open heaven. Ngayon, I want to talk about this key to everything. Yung key to everything has four teeth. Have you ever had a key? Nah, you made a key at Mr. Quickie or Don, and one of when you when you made the key and you took it to the door, it didn't work. Have you ever experienced that? Na may nagpagawa ka ng susi at nung trainay mo ayaw. Bakit? Because one of the teeth was not sharpened properly. Okay, sobra hindi na file down na enough. And so we have four keys. Paki how John in in Luke chapter. Six in verse 37 to 38, Jesus said, Do not judge, and you will not be judged. He said, Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. He said, Forgive, and you will be forgiven. And in verse 38, 
very famous verse says give and it will be given to you a good measure pressed down shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap for listen with the measure okay with the key <laughs> that you use it will be measured to you so sa ating pong key na giving is the key to everything there are four aspects or four areas of giving that is necessary. Dapat present ang lahat na ito sa ating giving. Not just in giving money, but in how we deal, in how we treat other people. Our relationships have to be in line with this key. You know, if one of these is working, but the other three is not sharpened and not present, the key won't work. Marami nagsasabi na nagbigay ako ng tithes and offering. I gave my tithe. I brought my tithe. Bakit bankrupt pa rin? Bakit nahihirapan pa rin ako? It doesn't work. Sabi ni Pastor Tim, pag mag-tithes ako, babalik at babalik yung fight. My life should be good by now. Everything in my life should be perfect. How come it's not working for me? Nagbigay naman ako. Well, that's only one. The key's not gonna work if you still are judging others. If you're condemning people, if you've got unforgiveness in your heart, you can't just have one of these in the key. All four has to be present. Do you understand? The key won't work for you unless you have all four present. Okay, thanks, bro. That was the problem that Jesus had among the Pharisees. In Matthew 23, 23, Jesus told the Pharisees, Yes, you tithe. Good for you. You tithe. You tithe. 10% of every small things that you have. But then in verse 23, he says again, You're hypocrites. You're careful to give even, the, to tithe even the tiniest income from your herb gardens. But you ignore the more important aspects of the law. Justice, mercy, and faith. You should tithe. Yes. But do not neglect the more important things. Sabini Jesus, mercy. Oh, that's, that's the opposite of condemning and justice, the righteous justice of God, not judgmental spirit. So I want to talk to you today about two of these teeth on the key na dapat maging present. First of all, Jesus said, judge not. Do not judge. Do not judge. Now, judge is like forming. It means to, it really means a decision. To judge means to Form a decision in your mind or sa salita na nakapag-decide. Uh, it means to determine. Sa Greek, the word is krino. Krino. It means to determine, to make a decision about something. Now, Jesus said, do not judge, but the Bible is full of commands for us to judge. <laughs> so it seems contradictory, but Jesus does not mean hindi mo dapat mag-speak out tungkol sa right and wrong. Paano yung mga gumagawa ng openly and obvious sin? The Bible says lots about us and our responsibilities to speak out about wrong. In fact, merong book sa Bible, it's in the Old Testament, and it's called the Book of Judges. <laughs> Imagine that. The Bible even has a book called the Book of Judges. And we are supposed to judge and, and, and discern truth. The Bible talks about false prophets. And it says you should judge the fruit 
You'll know a tree. You'll judge what kind of tree it is by the fruit. Dapat we should judge the, the fruit and the words and the actions or behaviors ng mga prophets. God has appointed government officials even and judges. And they're appointed by God to keep the peace and to, and to make our lives better. Christian leaders are supposed to judge and discern in the church. In fact, the Bible says, don't let yung mga kapwang kristyano, yung kapatid sa Panginoon, don't let them settle their mga cases sa RTC, sa court. Bakit yung mga non-believers ang mag-judge sa inyo? Sabi ni, ni Paul, wala ba sa inyo na wise enough na mag-judge and settle yung mga conflicts sa church? And church leaders do judge when they discipline and give disciplinary actions sa mga uh, hindi pa nagre-repent sa kasalanan or when, when there needs to be discipline. Parents are supposed to judge their children. And, and, and t- so there is lots of teachings of Bible about judging. But there's a right kind of judging and a wrong kind of judging. And what Jesus is saying is do not judge with a kind of wrong judgment na nagiging condemning, nagiging uh, negative and critical. It just leads to condemnation. Manghusga sa Tagalog. Now, I'm guilty of this, actually. <laughs> so, I'm preaching to myself today. Where's my mirror? Because sometimes, honestly, I'm so quick to judge. And uh, how many of you are with me? Am I going to preach? Okay, I'm preaching to all of us today. You know, sometimes, like for example, we were driving, especially when I'm driving. I, I, all of a sudden, I become like a judge <laughs> when I'm driving. There was a motorcade this week coca-cola and my inga and all of that motorcade and i told bambi that's not necessary they don't need to have a motorcade and immediately i gave my decision about what was right and what was wrong and i declared them guilty of being wrong (laughs) and you know when i'm in a restaurant sometimes i judge the waitress Mali, mali yung ganon, hindi dapat ganyan ang pagsir, dapat ganito. And I have a lot of opinions about everything, you know. And uh, when I'm in the bank, or I try not to go to the bank, but if I'm in the bank, I'm going to judge the system in the bank. I'm going to judge, you know, it's, it's, we're, we have this habit of judging. We have a very judgmental society. We judge our politicians, yeah. We judge actors and actresses, sports stars, people that we see on TV and just as quickly as we admire them the next day we're already criticizing them you know galing galing nung galing oh si Michael Jackson he has his own private doctor mayaman siguro yung doctor ni Michael Jackson magaling siguro a private doctor ni Michael Jackson sigurado best of the best yan kinubukasan lumabas ng chismis na dahil sa kanya namatay si Michael Jackson and so we start telling homicide Michael Jackson's doctor killed him. And so we start judging him. Bakit? Kasi nabasa ko. Must be true. How do you know it's true? Kasi sa, nasa internet. <laughs> well, if it's on the internet, does that mean it's true? And we start judging. We, we judge every details in our society. And Jesus is telling us about wrong judgment. And I want to, how would you know if it's wrong judgment or right judgment? Let me give you four things to be very careful about. Four cautions. Kasi dito malalaman kung wrong yung judgment mo. First of all, is you're feeling superior. Sa iyong pag-judge, does that make you feel less of a sinner? Does that make you feel less guilty compared sa kanila? There's a kind of hypocrite 
if you build yourself up, that's one way of being a hypocrite. Or it could could be putting someone else down, feeling superior. You know, there was a story in the book of Max Lucado about these brothers. And Himbisna building what they were supposed to build, they started criticizing one another. And yung isa, sabi niya, the others were called to go to their father. And then the other uh, son, yung kapatid ng gumagawa ng building, he said, I will stay here so I can keep an eye on all the wrongs that our brother is doing. Someone needs to report his wrongs to our father. So andun siya, nagbibilang lahat ng mga mali ng kanyang kapatid. And you know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, love keeps no records of wrongs. Love doesn't judge. Matthew 7 verse 3 to 5 talks about, why would you worry about a speck of dust, malit na piece of, a small piece of dust in your friend's eye? Now, while there's a log in your own eye. And Jesus said, why don't you first get rid of the log from your own eye? Then perhaps you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. So don't forget that mismong tayo, we have a lot of sinfulness then. So if you feel superior to someone else, you're probably judging them. If you, su- if you see someone else's mistakes and that makes you feel higher, less guilty, that's a wrong kind of judgment and attitude. Pangalawa is fault finding. Fault finding with pleasure, you know? Let me find your faults. Uh, don't worry, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure to... If you look at someone else and you see their faults and it gives you a kind of joy, pag nakahanap ka ng mali nila, I'm telling you, this is a judgmental spirit. Now, I, and and my, my staff and my team knows this, and my wife knows this. When I walk into a room, this is just the way I'm wired. I can instantly see everything that's wrong. You know, you would probably call me a fault finder, but I get no joy in that. Tell you, when I see wrong things in the church, when I see wrong things in in, in people's lives, it brings me to tears. I go to bed with it, and it gives me no pleasure and no joy. But if you find yourself feeling uh, a little bit lifted, you know, if, if it lifts your spirits when you see wrong things with others, this is a fault finding, judgmental attitude. Are you following me? Remember, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the good. Now listen, James chapter 5 verse 20 says that we are called actually to turn a sinner back from the wrong way and it will save the sinner's soul from death. So kung nakakita ka ng someone who's stealing or cheating or lying, you see someone in sin, you see someone with faults and mistakes, God help you that it brings tears to your eyes and doesn't give you any kind of pleasure that you find those faults. God help you that it causes your heart to break for them, that you love them so much that your motive is you want to help. Are you following me? That it doesn't give you joy. It doesn't make you feel good when you see other people's mistakes and faults. That it causes you to have a motive to want to help them, to want to bring them to God, to want to make things improve. Kaya ang solution dito po is monitor your heart. Always scan your heart's motive. Because judging should be an act of love. Pag right judgment yan, it's an action of love where you hate the sin, but you love the sinner. It takes great humility to judge the right way. You got to be willing to forgive, willing to correct, 
like a parent would want to correct their child. So is your judgmental heart, is it, is it because you feel, does it make you feel superior? Are you fault-finding with pleasure? Or number three is, do you give careless conclusions? Yung careless ba? Na nag-judge, nag-decide, nag-conclude, bago may facts. Wala pang information. Di pa dumating sa'yo na yung buong information. Nakapag-decision ka na in advance. I'm gonna have a drama here in just a moment. I want you to watch this drama. Are these guys ready? But, you know, John chapter 7, verse 24 Jesus said, stop judging by external standards and judge by true or righteous standards. And James chapter 3 verse 1 says, not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly, more severely than others. James 1.19 says, be quick to listen. Quick to listen. Ibig sabihin, nakikinig ka, nagpapaturo ka. You're learning. If you're quick to be taught, you're quick to be corrected. And slow to correct others. Slow to judge others. Slow to speak out your opinions. This is the direction of the Bible. Be quick to listen, but slow to speak. Slow to judge. Ang advice ko sa ating lahat is be very slow when it comes to judging. You know why? Because Jesus said, with the measure you use to judge others, that is how God will use the same measure to judge you. Now, we're saved by grace. You believe that? But we're judged by our works. There is a judgment. There is a discipline. There is a, a, a time that you, you don't think that everything that you do is not going to be accounted for. There is an accounting. There is an adjustment. Now, how do you want God to deal with you? Because the Bible says over and over again, Kung gaano ka makikipag-ugnayan sa ibang tao, that's how God will deal with you. How, how you treat others, how you deal with others. The same measures that you use, the same standards that you use, how strict you are, how judgmental you are with other people, that's how God will deal with you. How, doesn't that give you the fear of God? Doesn't that make you want to just take it easy, back off, give people a little more tolerance, give people a little more allowances for their faults, be more gracious? Doesn't that make you? Because check your heart, check the motives, and be very, very slow and very careful to judge. Watch this drama, and I'll show you how slow we ought to be when it comes to judging. Kain na tayo, kain na, lunchtime na. Oh, may nahanap ka? Oh, inahanap ko yung cellphone ko eh. Kasi pag, pagpunta ko ng CR, pagbalik ko, wala na yung cellphone ko. Ah, may idea ako kung nasaan. Siguro nasa CR. Ikaw naman. Baka naman naiwan mo lang doon. Hindi, alam mo, siguradong sigurado ako na iniwan ko lang dito yun. Nakapato nga sa Bible ko eh. O, oh, ayan o, Bible. O, oh, asan yung cellphone? Eh, sino ba yung last na mga tao na nandito kanino? Di ba si Felix tsaka si Marjorie lang? Ba, well, sila nga. Kasi kanina, nandito sila. Nagpa-practice sila ng mga songs. Eh, asan na sila? Hindi ko alam. Baka umulis na sila. Alam mo, atin-atin lang to ah. May duda talaga ako dyan sa Felix na yan eh. Felix na to? Bakit naman? Eh kasi, last month, nawala yung Bluetooth ni Pastor. Alam mo ba kung sino yung last na person na nakitang umalis doon sa office ni Pastor? Si Felix? Correct ka dyan. 100% siya nga. Uh -huh. Si Felix. Hindi ba nila tinanong na, na kay uh, Felix yung Bluetooth oh, ni Pastor Tim? O syempre naman, tinanong kaso lang, dininay niya. Syempre, alam nga namang aaminin niyang siya. 
eh, aanhin naman niya yung Bluetooth ni Pastor Tim, eh wala naman siyang cellphone. O, di asa na yung cellphone mo? Eh di, may paggagamitan na siya ng Bluetooth. Um, meron ka bang cellphone dyan? Pakitawagan naman yung cellphone ko eh. Uy, meron, pero low budget, sir. Pasensya na, <laughs> hindi ko siya matatawagan. Anyway, alam mo, talaga tong Felix na to, itsura pa lang niya, mukha na talagang hindi mapagkakatiwalaan. Alam mo ba, nakita ko siya kanina, may dala-dala siyang supot ng pagkain. Sigurado ko, galing yun sa kitchen. Ay nako, itong Felix na to, pati pagkain ng mga bata, niyayari niya. <laughs> Felix na to, kumukuha ng mga pagkain ng mga bata. Alam mo, alam, alam mo pansin ko rin, no? every time na merong nawawala dito sa SFCC, eh, palagi na lang nandito si Felix. <laughs> Correct ka dyan. Siguro, yun yung reason kung bakit lagi siyang nandito at active-active kunwari dito sa church. Ay nako, tumatiming lang pala para makayari ng mga bagay-bagay na gusto niyang yariin. Felix na to, timing-timing siya. Anyway, um, etong Felix na to, baka nabenta niya yung cellphone mo. Mahal pa naman yun, hala. Wala na yung cellphone mo. Eh, kailang ulit siya makikita? Um, Adli, narinig ko na mayroon silang pupuntahan sa Nile. Eh, pagkatapos doon, babalik rin sila dito sa SFCC. Sana nga bumalik. Kasama si uh, Marjorie. Ay, alam mo, yung Marjorie na yan, may suspecha din ako sa kanya. Alam mo, kung paano umasta, na pansin mo kung paano umasta yung si Marjorie? Madaldal, maboka, maraming testimony at prayer warrior kuno. Pero alam mo, may tinatagong kalokohan yun. Yung talagang Marjorie na yun, nakala mo. At saka lagi sila magkasama ni Felix. Kaya siguro magkasabwat yung dalawang yun. So, tingin mo, kayang gawin ni Marjorie yun? Ay, oo. 100%. I'm sure. Ay, hindi pala. 99.9%. Kasi sa tagal ng pagiging kristyano ko, alam ko na kung sino ang tunay. At kung sino ang 2.95 lang. Carrot gold. Ah, basta hindi siya tunay. Alam ko yun. Kasi matagal na akong kristyano. And I know I have a good judge of a character. Ah, Tama ba yun? Basta, yun na yun. Ay, naku, parang parating na ata sila. Uy, mamaya, pag nandyan na sila, ano ha? Tanungin mong mabuti. Tanungin mo siyang mabuti. Talagang, sige, ayun na, ayun na. Tanungin mo, para mahuli siya. Hello, Ate Bing. Hi, siya. Hindi ba ka nagla-lunch? Hindi pa. Uh, hello. Felix, mayroon lang sana akong tatanungin sa'yo. Oh, ano yung bro? Di ba pumunta ako ng CR? Nagpunta ako ng CR. Maalala hmm? mo? Oo, bakit? Kasi nawawala yung cellphone ko. Pagbalik ko, pagkatapos ako nag-CR, wala na yung cellphone ko. Ay, ano yung tumutunog ng oh. cellphone? Oh, sa'yo na. Sa akin yun na. Sa akin yun na. Sa akin yun na. Hindi, tol. Diyan sa atas sa bolsa ko. Ah. Ah. Hello, Pastor Tim. Pastor Tim. Ako po, Pastor Tim. Tatapusin ko na po yung pinapagawa niyo po sa akin. Ano nga pala yung title ng topic niyo? Ah... Uh, Do not, ano po ulit pa sir? Do not judge or you too will be judged. Matthew chapter 7 verse 1. Ah, thank you po Pastor Tim. Salamat po, salamat po. Tatapusin ko na po yung pinapagawa niyo sa akin right away. Sige po Pastor. Bro, ano yung sinasabi mo kanina? Ha? Yung tungkol sa cellphone mo, di ba? Ah, ah, wala yun. Bro, kasi yung, yung Bible ko nawawala. Di ba yun? Hawak na Ate Bing. Yun nga. Ninakaw ni Ate Bing. <laughs> Joke lang. Saka pala, tol. Ate Bing, alam namin na hindi pa kayo nagla-lunch. Yeah. Kaya, ititreat namin kayo sa coffee shop mamaya. Okay yeah. ba? Tara, tara. 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 Sige na. Tara na.
do not judge or you too will be judged. So letter D, did you get the first three? A, B, C. Okay. Now the third one is the third thing. Now, how will you know if you're judge, uh, the fourth thing? First one is feeling superior, fault finding with pleasure, careless conclusions. Or the fourth one is decide who is acceptable to God. Who is acceptable to God? Minsan may nag-pre-preach and the disciples came to Jesus and said, Jesus, we saw someone preaching. Hindi taga group natin. And we told them to stop. And Jesus said, Waga, don't tell them to stop. And James and John were so judgmental one time, they told Jesus about these other people and they said do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them and Jesus rebuked them and many times we look at other people and we think he's not gonna go to heaven you know I just know I'm a good judge of character <laughs> there's no way that person will be acceptable hindi makakapasok sa langit yan tao na yan sigurado ako ako possible siya hindi no way have you ever felt that have you ever felt that maybe she's a prostitute, she's a drug pusher, she's a politician, she's a bahay, And what happens is we become the judge. It's like you set yourself up as God. And it says in James 4.12, God is the only law giver and judge. He alone can save and destroy. Who do you think you are to judge someone else? Romans 14 verse 4 says, Who are you to judge the servant of someone else? It is their own master who will decide whether they succeed or fail. Kumbaga, whether thumbs up or thumbs down. Hindi ikaw ang magdi-decision And they will succeed because the Lord is able to make them succeed. And verse 10 says, All of us, will stand before God to be judged by Him. See, God lang may authority na mag-decision. And if you set yourself up as a judge, you're making yourself as God. Minsan, sa at, sa, even in a church or sa ibang churches, compare na yung worship style nila. Ay, mali sila. Mali. Mali yung ganong klaseng song. Or mali yung ganitong doctrines nila. Or we begin to compare their traditions with ours or their culture. To the point that minsan mga Christians nakikipag-debate na, nakikipag-debate. And, um, you know, what I think is, pagdating sa langit, masusurprise ka kung sino na doon. <laughs> na yung mga akala mo hindi makakapasok, ando doon na sila. And hindi ba mas maganda, it would be better if you had thought the person would be in heaven and you treated the person as if he would be in heaven and then when you get to heaven, madiscover mo na wala pala siya. Diba mas maganda yun kaysa you thought the person will be in hell. You treated the person like he's going to hell. Pagdating sa langit, ando doon siya. Hiyang hiya nakasahat Diyos. That you treated one of his children as if he wasn't a child. As if he wasn't a brother. Kaya ang sinasabi ko is let your decisions not be based on yung akala mo, yung iniisip mo o yung experience mo. Hindi yan ang kabasihan. Hindi, that's not the basis of our judgment. The ju if ever there's a right kind of judge, these are the three things that you need to keep in mind. The first of all is the right motive. A love motive. Put the word love down. A love motive that you 
deeply love this person. You deeply care and want to help. The second thing is a Bible basis. Yung kabasihan ay hindi yung experience or education mo, hindi yung sarili mong understandings. Do not lean on your own understanding. But let it come from the Word of God, which is, according to 2 Timothy 3.16, the Word of God is in fact useful for teaching and correcting and rebuking. So for example, kahit na yung mga judge dyan sa RTC, yung mga judge na government, di ba? When they give a decision, they're not inventing the law. They're not actually making a new decision. Adyan na yung constitution. Adyan na yung batas. Adyan yung law. They're simply enforcing or they're simply deciding ayon doon sa law. Yan ang kanilang kabasihan. Hindi yung kanilang sariling feelings or opinions or emotions. A judge doesn't give a decision according to anything that comes from himself. A judge only decides according to what the law is. And when you issue a judgment, it should not be because that's what you think, that's what you feel. You simply are repeating the Word of God. That's the right kind of judgment. It's a Bible basis. It's, it's a basis you're judging not what you think is right and wrong. Tandaan mo, the tree of knowledge of good and evil is forbidden tree for you. Natandaan mo yan? Sa Garden of Eden, may dalawang puno. Tree of life and tree of knowledge. And when you make a judgment, diba, you're, I'll decide what's right and I know what's wrong. And I know that, alam ko yung tama, malika. Sa aking palagay, alam ko naman, dami kong pinag-aralan, alam ko lahat yan. Remember, that tree of knowledge for you to know what is right and for you to know what is wrong, bawal sa atin yung sa pagpartake ng tree na yan. That's why the third thing for right judgment is a spirit, Holy Spirit-led. You got to let the Holy Spirit lead in your evaluations. Okay? Do not judge. Number two, do not condemn. Napakalinaw yung pangalawa dito. Do not condemn. Paggagawa ng hatol. Ito yung judge is when you declare someone's guilty. When you, when you condemn, you take the next step and you actually want to issue the sentence. You know, in the Old Testament, you condemn someone to death, they use a stone and throw it. And they stone the people to death. How would you like this to hit you in the head? How would you like about 300 of these to hit you in the head? Condemning is when you want someone and you hope someone will receive the penalty for their sin. Makarma ka sana. Sana mapunta sa kanya yung dapat maranasan niya. Parang andyan na sa kamay mo na yung consequence sa ginawa nila and you want them to feel and to experience the consequence. Hawakan mo to. Give me some of these stones. Hawakan mo yan. You know, come on, touch it. Hold it in your hand. You're gonna throw that at her? Babatoin mo siya? Are you ready to condemn someone? Ibig sabihin, nasa kamay mo yung, yung stone and you're ready to throw it. Remember in the book of John chapter 8, verse 1 to 11, Jesus had this woman brought before him. She was caught in sin, the sin of adultery. And they brought her to Jesus and they said, Jesus, the law says she must die. She's a sinner. And hawak-hawak nila yung mga ganito. 
hawak-hawak ng mga tao. And they said, Jesus, tama ba? Tama ba yung law? The wages of sin is death, di ba, Jesus? Tama ba? And they said, what do you say? Go, give us the word, give us the signal. We will stone her. We will. They were ready to kill her with this. And Jesus said, any of you who has no sin, you can go, throw the stone. Eh, lahat sila may kasalanan. So, umalis sila. And Jesus said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Has no one left to condemn you? To give you the penalty? And she said, no one. And here's what Jesus said. I want you to listen to the word of Jesus. He said, I also do not condemn you. Go and sin no more. If you are condemning someone, it's like you're holding a, a rock. You're holding a death sentence and you want them to receive it. Are you going to condemn me with that rock? You know, it's like that. Now, how, think about it this way. Look at that rock in your hand now. What if that was for you? What if you were the one who deserved to receive that? Now, how would you feel? You see, why not wish for people that they receive mercy and compassion instead of hoping and wishing that they will go down, instead of hoping and wishing that they will suffer and feel the consequences sa ginawa nila. How about hoping and wishing na mapasa kanila yung napasayo, yung mercy ni God, yung grasya ni God, yung compassion ni God, yung salvation ni God. How about pray for your enemies? Laging sinasabi ni Bambi sa akin pag sinabi ko, dapat ganito, dapat ganyan, mga opinion ko. She will always say, why not just pray for them? <laughs> why not just pray for them? Na God will change their heart. Na they will be touched. They will receive grace and mercy. So this is what the Lord is asking us to do. This is the key, friends. Not just giving money sa tithes and offerings. It's how you deal with people. In Romans chapter 8, verse 1, says very clearly, Sana itanim mo sa heart mo and memorize this. There is no condemnation. You know what the word it means in Greek? It means there's no penalty. There is no penalty for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set us free from the law of sin and death. The wages of sin is death. Totoo yan. That's the law of sin and death. But the law, there's another law, na higit pa sa law of sin and death, and that's the law of the spirit of life. The law that God gives mercy, that God is a compassionate and forgiving God, slow to get angry and abounding in love. And may we share the heart of the Lord. Do not judge. Do not condemn. Now, if you know that God has no condemnation for you, yan ang secret mo kung paano ka mag-break free sa iyong need or desire to judge and condemn other people. As long as you think that God is going to get you, that is how you'll treat other people. You understand? Are you with me? As long as you think, well, God is going to pay me back. God is, gonna, is, is after me. God is angry at me. My sins have, have made God so angry. He's, he's going to stone me. He's going to take away my money. He's going to take away my joy and happiness. If you think that God is condemning you, then probably that's why you behave that same way to other people. But once you know that there is no condemnation, there is no penalty for those in Christ, 
and you feel set free from condemnation yourself, then that releases you to be merciful and compassionate sa iba. So two things that it's an application sa atin. Number one is know that you're not condemned. Know it. Believe it. Jesus said in John 3.16, you know this verse? For God so loved the world that he gave. I know you can, you can say that. But verse 17, that kasunod na verse. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save. Not to be its judge, but to be its savior. The role of Jesus in your life is not to judge you. The role of Jesus Christ is to save you. And when you realize that, when you know it, when you accept it and believe it, you're not condemned. You should be condemned, but Jesus took the judgment. Jesus took your, like this, he took your penalty. And you're set free because of what he did for you. So you're free not only from receiving the punishment, but you're also free now to release the same grace and mercy and compassion. Number one is know that you're not condemned. And the second one is let go. <laughs> know and let go. Know and let go of your desire to condemn others. Just let it go. Make, make a list. Maybe at the back of your page, isulat mo kung sino yung mga tao na mo. Write it down. Who have you been judging? Who had you condemned? Who had you wanted to? Maybe you had a feeling of ganti or you wanted them to experience uh, some suffering or some condemnation, a penalty. You wanted them to have a penalty. Write that person down. Write the name down and quietly pray a prayer of repentance for your judgmental condemning heart and ask God to help you just let go let go of that person just let them go pray for them that they receive mercy and compassion the same as you have received I want you to bow your head and close your eyes right now father forgive us oh forgive us for having so many opinions for having so many negative critical judgmental words and thoughts in our minds and in our mouths. Panginoon, release us from the addictions and the habits of judging people. Heal us, Lord, from this attitude of feeling superior, feeling less guilty than others. Lord, change our hearts not to be so fault-finding. Lord, where we have responsibility, where we have authority to judge, let us judge only according to your word, only according to what you say, but very, very careful, very slow, knowing that babalik at babalik sa amin, the same kind of treatment, Lord. I pray that we would not judge who is acceptable in your sight, but that we would love and, and, and treat people as if they are loved and treated by you. The same way you see people, give us your eyes to see them the way you see them. And Lord, we repent from a, condemn, a condemning attitude. Change our hearts that we would receive the truth, not walang condemnation, okay, Jesus. And that we would let go of those people that we have judged, we would let go of our need or our desire to condemn them and just release them and just pray for them. And we pray for these people now. Lord, those people that comes to mind, we ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, give them the mercy, the same 
as you've given us. Let them be saved, just like you saved me from many sins. Let them receive grace and undeserved favor from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Let it change your life. Giving mercy and compassion is the key to everything. Of great relationships, God is interested in your relationships with others. So be a giver, not a taker. In Jesus' name.